Hey guys, how's it going? I'm Alex and welcome to episode two of the Stop Being Busy podcast. So yes, I can breathe again this week. Last week, hay fever, cold, don't even know what it was. Um, it was completely destroying me. I couldn't breathe. Um, I couldn't breathe through my nose anyway. Uh, everything was just a bit of a challenge. I couldn't do any sports. Um, I was a bit of a mess really, but yeah, I'm back now. It's all good. The weather's not as... Actually, it's been quite warm last couple of days. In London, it's been sunny, it's a bit overcast today, but it is what it is. It is what it is. So yeah, I hope you've had a good week. Um, if you tuned into last week's podcast, I was just talking about what Stop Being Busy is all about, what Stop Being Busy means to me, why I started the podcast. So I hope you got a good flavour about what I'm going to be talking about, where I'm going to be going um, with this podcast. Um, but this week... I want to move on uh, something I spoke about a little bit last week and it's about contracting, the art of contracting and freelancing. Yes, um, it's it's a topic that is um, discussed quite a lot with my friend, my friend's group. Um, a few of them do contract, a few of my friends do contract, a few don't. Um, I'm going to get into reasons why they don't or why they haven't or tried or whatever. I'll get there in a bit. But before I do that, I need to do a bit of self-promo for myself. Um, I'm a bit bad at doing this, but yeah, I'm going to get better. I'm going to get better. So um, if you want me to cover anything in particular, so within, obviously, within my field, so being a dad, um, health and fitness, or contracting freelancing, then make sure you send me a message on TikTok. So you can find me on Stop Being Busy, or one word, Stop Being Busy. I'm on TikTok. Um, yeah, that's the best place to get in touch with me at the moment. I'm not using Instagram for the mo. I'm just focusing on TikTok. I'm trying to like get in touch with the younger me. <laughs> Joking. But um, yeah, it's really good. I know it's really good for awareness and just outreach. So that's the platform I've decided to use for that. So yeah, this week's topic. So I've contracted now for the last five years. Um, I mentioned last week I started contracting um because i wanted to go traveling my wife fiance at the time um was given a sabbatical from her job we wanted to go traveling i needed to make money so decided to start contracting a friend really helped me uh, pushed me in the right direction got me giving me my first big break which i'm really thankful for um and that opened to my eyes my eyes to what contracting is all about but um what I really want to get into today is like I just mentioned is like I think there's a lot of more pros than cons to contracting yeah there are definitely some cons um, and a lot of them you do learn over time um, with contracting so for example um, should you use an accountant or not how do you pay your taxes how much should you be saving for your taxes should you be operating as a sole trader do you want to be operating as a limited company um, how much do you pay yourself? Are you going to take jobs that are inside or outside IR35? So there are lots of things. Um, and when you start, you don't really know about them. You don't know. You just think, oh, I'm going to get a job and that's it. I'm going to get paid. But there's actually a lot of things that you do need to consider. Um, they're not that difficult. You can find resources um, online or you can just talk to a financial advisor or your accountant. They'll help guide you through the process as well. It's really not that difficult. It's just literally, you need to put the effort in. I mentioned this last week, what you put in is what you get out. You need to put the effort in, um, especially as it's affecting you and potentially affecting your career and your options. So 
when I normally talk to people about contracting, um, friends, family, people that I meet at networking events, people I meet just out and about and they just say, oh, what do you do? And I tell them I work in analytics, but I contract. So there's like, ah, oh, um, what is a typical contract? A question that normally comes up is what does a typical contract look like? So for me, um, I tend to go for contracts that are no shorter than three months. Um, just to have a bit of stability and obviously and it's not even about the stability it's I need a bit of time obviously to understand what needs to be done understand the business function understand where the data because I'm a data analyst understand where the data is coming from um, the context of the data and then moving on how I can actually then impact um, the outputs with my knowledge and experience as well so it takes a bit of time to do that I normally find it takes around um, four to six weeks to really understand how the company's working how the data's um, being pulled and how I can start to make an impact um, honestly if you if you do go down a contracting route don't think you need to go in at day one and just hit the ground running because honestly, that's not the way that it works um, that's not reality and that doesn't work in any job that you go into wouldn't be like that even if you look at um, I know this is completely left but if you look at pro footballers with the exception of one or two, when a big footballer moves to another club, it normally takes them a couple of games before they get into their real flow. It could even take a season. Do you know what I mean? So don't put pressure on yourself. If you do go down the route, it does take a bit of time to get up to speed. But anyway, so I say um, I normally contract for about three months. Um, if the contract's longer, um, then I may consider taking it, especially if it's in industry or a company um, that I rate, that I look up to, that I think is pretty cool. And I was like, yeah, I'd like to learn there um, and grow there as well. So a contract length can vary, basically. So anything for three months up. Um, and then the conversation normally goes down this way. So I'm like, yeah, that's what I do. Um, talk about their role. And then I say, would you ever consider contracting? Um, and usually it's like, no, no, I couldn't do that. And there are usually five objections that I normally get. So I'll just run through them quickly and then I'm going to go into them in a bit more detail. So the first one is there is no job security. Second one, I'm being comfortable. I'm comfortable being comfortable. The third one, there is too much risk. Um, next up, what will my partner or family think if I quit my perm job to take on a contract or freelance role? And I don't know where to start. So I'm going to try and demystify um, all of these because they can easily be overcome. Um, and I think, I don't know, people's perceptions on what contract and freelancing really is, is a bit skewed. So starting at the top, there is no job security. For me personally, I think this is the biggest misconception about contracting. And it's something that my friend mentioned to me and the one that actually helped me get into contract had said to me at the time. So I said this to him when he said, Alex, why didn't you contract? And I was like, oh, no job security. And his response was, well, at any one point, you could lose your permanent job as well. So what's the difference? Why wouldn't you go out and make more money while you can, learn more while you can, um, and develop your career that way? And that really got me thinking. So what I've noticed or what I've realized, for me in particular, um, as a contractor is I've learned so much more in a short space of time um, by having the ability to move around to different companies. So yes, um, the job security isn't 
um, isn't there in the sense of my contracts last three to 12, say three to 12 months. Um, a lot of the terms on the contract could be um, at any given time we can end the contract and you will cease working within seven to 30 days. It depends on the type of the contract, uh, the, the details of the contract. Um, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. What I've noticed is especially what I've noticed, what we, we all saw uh, during the pandemic is um, a lot of people were laid off. Um, a lot of people were then struggling to find ways to find um, opportunities, um, find work. They didn't really know what direction to go in when they lost their job. Um, and I would say being a contractor, it gives you it gives you the skills to be more adaptable, develop a, th a thick skin, um, develop your interview skills, um, develop all of the things that you really need to get a new job. So if you've been in, what I found is when I was in the perm role, um, my last perm role before I went over contract and I was in it for about three years. Um, and before that I was in a role for, I guess it was three years again as well. And each time I was interviewing, they were so difficult. I really struggled in the interview process. But now, because I interview all the time, I actually enjoy the interview process. And a lot of the time, um, because I'm looking for new contracts all the time, I can pretty much tell within the first five or 10 minutes um, during an interview if I'm going to be progressed to the last role or if I'm going to be given an offer. Because in a lot of, a lot of cases um, in contract opportunities, it's one round interviews. Um you do the interview, sometimes there's not even a technical in there as well. Some, depending on the role, some they do have technical tests. But it could be run round and then you're in, you're in, you're starting. Say the interview's on a Wednesday, you're starting on the following Monday. So that's it. It's great practice for um, interviewing. So for me, I think it increases your job security because it makes you a better candidate for a role um, moving forward. So even if you wanted to go back into a perm role, you're really good at um, interviewing, you've interviewed a lot um, and it just gives you, again, just gives you the skills you need to make those changes. Um, next one, I'm comfortable being comfortable. So we've all been here, we've all been here. Um, you've got a very good salary or a decent salary. Um, you know it's coming on, say, the last week of the month or the first week of the month. It's always coming, that check is always gonna hit your bank account. Um, you know there are days, I know some of us, we literally work as hard as we can, some of us don't. Um, you know, even if you don't work that hard or you need to take some sick days, you're still gonna get the same check um, paid as well. Um, and you also know, for example, if you continue working, you do your reviews, there may be a chance of getting that promotion or bonus that you've been promised. Now, I've definitely been caught in this trap before. Um, you never really know what the financials or financial situation of a business is. So for example, at the beginning or middle of the financial year, um, everything may be performing well, you know, when you do your um, your quarterly checkups um, and then you have your reviews and they're told, yep, you're on target to hit this um, for this promotion, you're on target to receive this bonus. And then bonus season um, comes around and you get a letter saying, unfortunately, um, due to company performance, we won't be given a promotion this month, um, this year, not even month, this year. Or if you do get one, it's a lot lower than you expected it to be. Um, me personally, um, I would rather be a little bit more uncomfortable uh, moving around, 
as a contractor, working in companies that I want to work in, um, increasing my day rates, I'm earning what I believe I am worth, um, rather than waiting for nine, 12 months for something that's promised that you don't actually get. Um, I think you can learn a lot more um, by literally putting, taking the taking the responsibility for your pay yourself. Um, because yeah, you can't really control if you're really gonna get that promotion or bonus at all. You might get it, you might get it. A lot of my friends um, working in corporate roles, they're doing really well, they do get promotions and they do get their bonuses like every year. Um, but what it does hold them back up on is potentially moving to another company um, where they could increase their salary by say 10 to 30%, um, depending on what the role is and where they're moving. Um, with an increased um, bonus as well and literally because they've been promised it in their current role so there's lots of things about being comfortable um, which again can slow down your career and as I always say you only live once we literally need to <laughs> especially with prices and everything going up you need to be as active I think you need to be as active and pro proactive with your career um, as possible Next one, so there is too much risk. And this is again looking at your finances. So linked to the previous one, yes, there definitely is risk. Um, being a contractor, like I said, your contract could be um, terminated at any point. It could be because you're underperforming, but there could be a variety of reasons which have nothing to do with you. Company could absolutely love you, but in that particular moment, they're just unable to continue the contract. That's just the way that it is. Um, and you need to like accept that if you're going to go down the route of being a contractor or freelancer. Um, but there is a benefit, there's a payoff. So because you can work for increased day rates, you can earn, potentially earn, what you say, what you'd earn in a year, let's just say a number of 50,000. So you earn 50 grand in a year, right? And that's in a permanent role. As a contractor, you could potentially earn that 50,000 in six months, which means you have the option. You could either go and take another, obviously it depends on your skills, your skill level and what you do as well, but these are just example numbers. So you could earn 50 grand in six months and then you have an option. You could either take six months off. So if you've got a child, spend that time with your child, spend that time with your parents. Um, you could spend the money that you've earned and go traveling for a month or two months. Um, and then you have the luxury of deciding if you want to go back into work and then just top up again. So by the end of the year, you've actually, if you've planned it well, um, you've actually earned more than you would have earned. You've had more time off and you've been able to literally um, plan your time um, around yourself rather than I have to go to work at nine to five every day, um, a few days commuting or traveling into wherever you need to travel into. Um, to do my job otherwise I'm going to lose my job um, it's just not the way that I personally um, want to live my life anymore and that's why I've decided to become a contractor it is a lifestyle it is a lifestyle um, it's quite difficult at the beginning but once you get into it and you learn the game it, everything's a game it's all a game once you learn how to work play the game um and help it benefit yourself and obviously you're helping companies grow as well and then you can get rewarded um another thing on the finances so you don't get a, you don't get a pension as a contractor but again it comes down to your planning 
if you're planning what you're earning, not just earning and spending it all because you're earning more, you could use the additional amount to go into your pension. So the additional amount that you're getting every month could be more than what you would would have been putting into your pension in a perm role with it being matched by your employer. Um, so you're actually putting more into your pension um, and then potentially getting the, was it 25% bonus um, from the government anyway. So you're actually putting more into your pension. Um, lots of things. It's all about just exploring the routes. It's not just, I'm going to quit my job and then see what happens. It's if I quit my job, how can I use contracting to actually progress and achieve my goals um, in a shorter time frame? Um, and then also give myself a bit of free time um, to enjoy family life as well. So for me in particular, last year, I had about three months off. Um, all of it wasn't planned. Um, one of the months I was supposed to start a contract, but they were really slow. The company was super slow with getting any of my paperwork done. Um, so it was just a time I was just waiting um, for the start date, but it's absolutely fine because um, I had planned for it. Um, I had financially planned for having gaps during the year, so it wasn't that much of a big deal um, for me. And the other two months, I decided just to take off and just spend with my son. Um, as you know, Luca, he's 21 months now. Um, and it was really nice just spending time with him. So days that he wasn't at nursery, he would be with me. Um, we were able to go to the park every day. And it's just things like seeing him grow. Um, that it's memories that I will never forget. Do you know what I mean? And if I were like yesterday, I needed to travel um, to Somerset um, for a client meeting. If I had to do that every day or travel to work every day, I'd basically leave before um, Luca woke up and I'd be getting home just as he's getting ready for bed or he's already in bed. So I'd only really see him on weekends. Now, for me personally, I couldn't do that because I know for a fact our relationship would be completely different. He would see me as a different type of dad. Um, I would see him as a different, completely different type, a different son because our, our bond um, for me just wouldn't be there. And I, I know this isn't possible for everyone, um, but this is just the, the way that I've designed my life um, and the way that I think is best uh, for my family and for my kids as well. And this nicely leads into the next reason why people or people I've spoken to um, are not keen on uh, contracting and freelancing. And it's what will my partner or members of family think if I quit my perm job? Now, this is a really quick one. I don't need to go into this one too much, too much really. It's like it doesn't it doesn't really matter what other people think. Do you know what I mean? If you're good at what you do, um, you set your mind to it, you're doing all of the studying, you're doing all of the work to really um, progress in your career, it doesn't matter what other people think. Obviously, if you're in a relationship, you're married, um, and you're, you're financially linked to someone or you're someone's financially um, dependent on you, then obviously these conversations do matter. Um, so talk to your partner, talk to your family. Do you know what I mean? Let them know what you're thinking. Go through your finances. If you were to have a month or two months off of work, would everything be okay? Would nursery fees be covered? Would the mortgage or rent be covered? Would food be covered? Would you still be able to go on holidays? Will you need to cut trips? Like all of these things, like create um, a spending, like an income expense, income outcome, uh, but I can't even speak. 
create a budget. <laughs> create a budget of all of your in- incomings and outgoings. Like work out what you actually need to the penny um, per month and what it would mean if you weren't working for a month. Would it make a big impact um, on your day to day? Like all of these things are important. So do a bit of financial planning, get a little bit savvy, have that conversation with your partner. Um, and if they're not keen, um, this is what I did. Um, so for traveling, when I was contracting for traveling, absolutely fine because we we're out of the country. I was earning a wage. It was great. We came back, um, and even now we're we're thinking about moving, thinking about buying um, in London. And my partner, understandably, um, a little bit apprehensive that I'm not in a perm role, but it's just the conversations that we've had. Um, sat down, um, just taking her through some contract um, jobs, job descriptions, um, showing the day rates. Um, spoken about the conversations that I have, shown some of the recruiters that I work with. Do you know what I mean? Just reassuring that, um, even showing some of the work, some of the things that I'm working on. Just showing, um, being confident and showing your skills, showing your ability, showing what you're actually doing to achieve those day rates. Um, it just likes a weight off of everyone else's shoulders. Do you know what I mean? You're proving that you can actually achieve um, what you're setting out to achieve. So then you can actually um, hit your goal. So if that's to buy a house or if that's to go on holiday or if that's to travel or whatever it is, pay for a child, whatever it is, um, have those conversa- have those conversations um, with your significant others, family, friends, whoever you need to speak to, um, to make it happen. And the last one, I don't know where to start. Well, my answer to that is stop being busy, get out of there and just start. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all a bit too uh, general. But there's a bit of truth in there. There's a bit of truth in that. It is a case of literally um, starting, doing your research, doing your reading. Um, but the big thing that I'd say to anyone is use LinkedIn. It's like a tool. It's such a good tool. It's got everything on there that you need to be successful in whatever career you go for so if you wanted to work in for example I don't know if you wanted to work in energy and there was a particular company you wanted to work in you could reach out to connect to someone and just send them a message it's that simple if you wanted to find a mentor you can do exactly the same thing as well Um, but for contracting you can find contractors and ask them questions contact me um, find me on LinkedIn Alex Martin find me on LinkedIn and send me a message, ask me about contracting, absolutely fine to answer. If I can't answer, I might be able to put you onto one of my friends that works in a sector that you potentially want to get into. Or you, if you're already starting, but you're struggling to find roles, I might be able to direct you towards a recruiter who's looking for a particular role where you match exactly what they're looking for. Um, what you would know, what you learn is over time, it's a lot of jumping into the unknown. Um, I didn't know how to start a business. So I went online, I watched a few videos and I wanted to work for a limited company. I wanted my own company. So I didn't know how to do that. So again, I did some reading. I found out what you needed to do to go to company's house um, to register your company. Literally cost me £12. It's that cheap to set up your own business, £12. Um, So that was set up. And then... I needed to get an accountant. I didn't know how to get an accountant. So again, I watched a few videos, spoke to a few friends. Um, I found a really good accountant that I've been working with. Um, And they're easy. They just make life so much easier for you. 
Um, one tip I would say on that <laughs> before I go on to the next bit is unless you've been to school and you've studied accountancy, don't even bother trying to do your accounts yourself. Like you can if you want, um, if you want to get fines and <laughs> you're happy getting the brown letters from HMRC come through your post all the time, um, go for it, do it yourself. But the reason why accountants have to go through school, the reason why they need to be chartered, like there's there's a reason why they do all of this. Do you know what I mean? So it doesn't cost that much um, per month to pay for an accountant. There's lots of things that you will never know how to do. Um, the accountancy software that you can find online is great for um, creating your invoices or tracking your um, business expenses. Yeah, that's great. But there's a lot of things that happen behind the scene behind the scenes when it comes to doing your your year-end reports, um, come to do your self-assessment. Like there's so many things I don't actually know, but we have a conversation, we go through our num- go through my numbers, that will make sense, but I'm just so glad that I don't need to focus on that. I can just u- literally use my time to focus on me being a data analyst. Um, and that's it, that's all I need to focus on. I don't need to focus on actually doing the legwork of being an accountant as well. It's just a waste of time. Um, where I could be making money um, for myself and for my family. Um, what else? We don't know where to start. Read. Read books. Um, the big thing is like learn how to run a company for yourself if you do go down the limited company route. Um, but then also, like the most important thing before even starting is just making sure that you're good at what you do. And being able to do what you say you can do as well, because as a contractor, like I said, it, it does take about six, say six to nine weeks um, to get up to speed. Um, but you still need to know how to use certain systems. For example, um, I have to use Tableau. I have to use SQL. Um, there's a couple other systems that I have to use as well. If I just blagged it and got in, then you get worked out very quickly. And then that's your reputation on the line. Um, don't get me wrong. There are times where you can know a limited amount of a particular tool and you can you will actually be given the time to develop it, develop your knowledge, um, work with um, power users or more advanced users um, and then you'll pick up tips and tricks as you go along and become better and more refined within that tool that does happen. But you will still be expected to have an understanding of the tools if you said um, you can do it, especially if there, is, there isn't a technical test and it's just a one-rounder. Um, before you get placed so yeah do your work do your homework do your research become knowledgeable get up to speed of everything that you think you need um you don't need to know everything that's just a number one way to delay um contracting or freelancing um and that's it really start speaking to people start reaching out to people on linkedin Tell your friends that you're thinking about doing this. Um, reaching out to recruiters on LinkedIn. That's probably the number one um, tip that I could have for anyone if you don't know where to start. Um, look for companies that specialize in placing contractors or freelancers. Um, start a conversation. Um, invite them out to a cup for a cup of coffee. Invite them just to have a phone call or a Teams or Slack or whatever. Just have a conversation with them become front of mind, let them know what you're doing, let them know why you want a contract, let, let them know your terms, conditions, your day rates. Um, yeah, build those relationships because I've had, literally, I've had recruiters that I've spoken to about 
12 months ago come back and say I've had this this opportunity land on my desk Alex is this something that you'll be interested in and that's all come around by just being courteous being friendly having a nice conversation with people not being a complete bellend when they're messaging you or phoning you or whatever um if you're in a contract not just hanging up straight away it's like look I'm not available at the moment contract sounds great um, but this is this is the situation at the moment where I am at the moment. This is my situation. Um, let's pick up in say six months time and see where we are. And a lot of the time they will schedule you in, schedule you in if you come across like a good person. Um, and then you can continue those conversations there as well. So I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a full podcast on setting day rates, but just a little a little bit of advice. If you don't know what to put as your day rate, again, chat to friends, see if anyone is contracting, send some messages to people. They might not give you an answer. But the easiest way um, to find out a day rate range is again, just look at jobs on job boards. So LinkedIn, there's loads of other job boards. Um, Google's quite good at just aggregating all different uh, contract jobs, jobs together as well. Look at the skills, um, that, look at the, the job spec, look at um, the description of the role, look at the skills that are required and look at the average range of the, the, um, the day rates that are being offered for these particular roles. Um, and then go for it, <laughs> go for it. And then with, with time, it's just a case of getting your first contract, um, learning the system, learn how, learn the game, learn how it all works. And then from there, you can start to uh, build your day rate sometimes you might need to move sideways or backwards on your day rate um, that's not a bad thing the way that I see it is if there's a company who's offering access to a tool that you just can't access for example it might cost a couple of hundred thousand for this particular tool um, I would take a hit on my day rate just to learn that tool so then now I have that skill on my on my CV so my next role I can go and use this tool and I can put my day rate up so it all kind of go hand in hand. You need to, again, you need to learn how to play the game um, and how to, and all of these things help you to maximize your day rate. But it's just something that you learn um, with experience as you go along. So um, yeah, that's it. That's that's the five like objections, I guess I get to um, being a contractor. I've given some um, reasons or ways you can actually overcome these or why I think they shouldn't actually be objections. Um, and it all really comes down to just putting the effort in, putting learning, um, being open to try new things. Um, and then really and truly, that's the most important thing, literally just taking control of your career for yourself. So, um, yeah, that's it. I don't really know what I'm going to do next week. I'm going to go through. I've got a list of um, ideas um, for future podcasts and go through. But if you have any recommendations, again, um, go on to um, my TikTok stop being busy um, on any of my videos just leave a note um, a message about what you would like me to speak about it could be anything being a dad um, health fitness what I'm doing to get fit and obviously I can do loads more on contracting because this is what I do every day so yeah as always stop being busy get out there make it happen and I'll speak to you next time see you later